Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult series. Be sure to visit primed.com podcast after the discussion for more information about today's article and to claim CME-CE credit. Anthony is a 72-year-old male who has been in your practice for the last 20 years. He is happily retired stonemason who lives with his wife and his, has children and grandchildren, all within an hour's drive. He only smoked during his three years in the Navy. He currently walks two miles a day and is happy to report he takes no medications, unlike most of his friends who are in his age group. On Review of Systems, he reports that about three times a week, he wakes up during the middle of the night with lower leg cramps. They can be on either side, he says. They never happen when he walks or goes about his daily activities, which is annoying to him because it wakes him out of a sound sleep. He thinks he takes pretty good care of himself. He asks you if he needs a vitamin to fix these leg cramps, but his wife is worried that this is something serious. Hi, this is Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School. And joining me today is Alan Ehrlich, associate professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School and executive editor at Dynamed. Hi, Alan. Hi, Frank. Well, this is certainly a uh, common problem. What Can you tell us about the causes of nocturnal leg cramps? Well, nocturnal leg cramps are a uh, bane of many of our seniors' uh, existence. They, they wake them up. They're very annoying. And when you look into the literature, the differential diagnosis about the etiology of, the, of nocturnal leg cramps are quite broad. Um, obvious things like renal disease or liver disease can have a great role, as can peripheral vascular disease. Uh, any cardiovascular disease can increase the risk of leg cramps. Diabetes can. In seniors, spinal stenosis can. Even obstructive sleep apnea all run the risk of inducing um, uh, nocturnal leg cramps. If we talk about medications, the list is varied. Things uh, like estrogen replacement therapy, anti-inflammatories, in particular naproxen, diuretics, long-acting beta agonists, inhalers can do it, as well as alcohol and many other causes. So, so the, the differential is quite large, and many of the things we do in managing our patients' other problems can actually increase that risk. So Anthony seems pretty healthy. Uh, is, it, you know, is idiopathic a typical cause? Absolutely. Idiopathic is probably the most common cause, although we probably don't realize either what we prescribe or what the patients may take over the counter can, can be an, uh, a cause. So what kind of workup would you suggest for a patient with nocturnal leg cramps? Well, I think uh, the first thing to do is, is generate the differential and look at maybe what prescriptions he might be taking or what over-the-counter agents he might be using. Um, if everything seems pretty clear that it, it's not something exogenous, um, it's not unreasonable to do a comprehensive metabolic profile looking at his LFTs to see if he has any liver disease, looking at his electrolytes, B1 and creatinine, to see if he has any abnormality with his kidney function. Think about peripheral neuropathies, uh, so a B12 would not be unreasonable, a thyroid. Um, if you have any risk factors for peripheral vascular disease, an ankle brachial index is something to certainly consider. And if he reports snoring, daytime fatigue, his wife reports that he falls asleep easily driving, et cetera, 
consider a, a, a sleep study for obstructive sleep apnea? You know, when you were talking about the various medication causes and other types of uh, things similar, you mentioned alcohol. Is it, What's the data on that? Is that really something that uh, we should be concerned about? So um, it's very interesting. A, a recent publication came out um, that tried to help answer this, this very question. So this was a case control study done in, in the Alsace region of France. And they looked at uh, ambulatory patients over age 60 um, across a wide spectrum of general practices. And they looked for correlations of what people took in and how they related to the occurrence of nocturnal leg cramps. And it turned out that um, regular use of alcohol dramatically by a factor of over six increased the risk of nocturnal leg cramps. But what was most interesting was that it had no correlation with the amount or, or in some cases even the frequency. So um, using alcohol even once a week increased the risk of nocturnal leg cramps, even if it was just one drink a week. It wasn't that people who abused or took in large amounts of alcohol or binge drank um, uh, or um, had a regular heavy consumption of alcohol had greater risk. The correlation that was best found using um, both uh, a review of medications as well as a food frequency questionnaire was regular consumption of alcohol. So, so Frank, help us. This is a case control study, and yes, there's an increased odds ratio, but how do we translate that clinically? Okay, the first thing is, um, I think uh, if someone has nocturnal leg cramps, uh, telling them to stop drinking is not the solution. The presence of a risk factor helps you uh, generate a differential diagnosis and devise a treatment plan, but it, it doesn't necessarily require you to change behavior. If I were counseling Anthony today, I'd probably suggest that if, if his workup was negative and I could not find any other clues as to what was causing it was to maybe abstain from alcohol for a week or two and look at the frequency of his nocturnal leg cramps. If they resolve after two, three weeks off of alcohol, well, then he can feel very comfortable that his leg cramps may be related to the alcohol and choose to drink or not drink alcohol. This would also relieve his wife's anxiety that something bad is wrong. Uh, on the other hand, um, if he chooses to continue to drink there's probably very low risk in someone who's uh, not a, a, a vasculopath or someone who's got severe risk factors that uh, these nocturnal leg cramps are implying some other physiologic condition that needs to be diagnosed and, and evaluated. So in other words, you know, if you've done a workup and you've ruled out some uh, fairly uh, uh, simple, straightforward causes based on routine lab tests, uh, and you can certainly offer the alcohol cessation as a therapeutic trial, but ultimately it's, it may come down to the patient deciding, okay, um, maybe I don't mind the leg cramps that much and I'm still gonna enjoy wine or, or whatever. I think that's exactly right. Uh, the other thing that I thought was very fascinating is that things we commonly consider for interventions to treat nocturnal leg cramps are probably of no benefit. So for example, Anti-inflammatories were something that we, we used to consider in the past as, as sort of a first-line treatment. Also, the use of quinine 
Yeah, many people might interpret this as, well, I'll have a gin and tonic because alcohol maybe makes it a little worse and quinine maybe makes it a little better. What, what's the story with quinine? So quinine, first of all, he should have the gin and tonic if he so chooses, and it sounds like a fine idea to me. What we do know is that quinine supplementation does not lower the risk of nocturnal leg cramps any better than placebo. And so... Uh, in many patients, they like using tonic water or some uh, something, some pill formulation that might contain quinine, but we know it's probably no more effective than placebo, and a gin and tonic might be the perfect placebo to help control his nocturnal leg cramps. Yeah, and I believe the uh, quinine pills, uh, the FDA put the kibosh on that many years ago. Yeah. So um, my takeaway from this study is that when you have patients with nocturnal leg cramps, you need to take a very good review of systems, review their meds, review their both prescription and over-the-counter uh, uh, usages of, of different, uh, different agents. Um, broadly think about the differential diagnosis. And if it comes down to maybe alcohol is their only risk factor, a brief trial of cessation, and then let the patient decide because uh, without a risk of peripheral vascular disease or spinal stenosis, the morbidity and mortality of nocturnal leg cramps are primarily around disrupted sleep. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Frank. Thank you, Alan. Practice pointer. When evaluating patients with nocturnal leg cramps, consider both over-the-counter as well as prescription medications in your differential diagnosis. Join us next time when we discuss the 2018 American Heart Association, American College of Cardiology Lipid Management Guidelines. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, visit primemed.com podcast, and see you next week.